Sorry, yeah, I just said, sorry, I just said the funniest joke anybody's ever said on this podcast, and you guys breeze past it. Didn't even give a damn. Welcome everyone to episode 31 of 99100, the podcast counting up the top 100 domestic grossing box office movies of 1999. I am your fireproof insulation host, Sparky Shelton. And I am your soundproof insulation host, Tino Mickens. And I'm Ryan. I didn't want to start the podcast just so that you fucking people knew that you needed me. You know, sometimes you just need to feel needed. You know what I mean? Okay, Mountain Goats boy. <laughs> we Can we please, for the love of Jesus Christi, stop referencing cold open material in the bulk of the podcast it really ties my wrists together uh in terms of wasn't me this time though what i have to cut in not me here's what i'll say here's what i'll say i did it on purpose because you were being a jackass (laughs) so you're welcome well deserved being a mountain well deserved i will say well deserved i was being a jackass i'm sorry i'm repentant and we can move on i appreciate what i just said Ah. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Ryan, you have one of the lowest register fuck yous of anybody that I know. You go really New low for you. the fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> you. Frankly, get out of here. Fuck I you. Think, I think you could go much lower. <laughs> fuck you. Hey, oh, boy. shit. What's the Yo. lowest note? <laughs> What's the lowest note? Hey, what's G. the lowest note? I think it's like a like an G F flat. No, it's like an it's like an F one probably. F one's pretty loud. Yeah, F one is pretty loud and expensive. <laughs> wow, Whoa, that was really good. That was like <laughs> a really good like 2012 V twelve F one car. Do it again. No, I'm not doing it again because you said oh, you really, really went into the analytics of what kind of car it was, and you guys gave me <laughs> shit for years for saying that car, estimating the speed of another vehicle I saw passing by me. Oh, I don't remember so, that at all. But you internalized so it, huh? So different. What? So different. Absolutely different. Can we dig into that? Because I don't remember it all at all. Okay, it does so sound was... like something you do, though. There was one day in high school where we were all in someone's car driving down the street and Ryan, a car went by and Ryan went, yeah, I'd say that was about like 30 miles an hour. No, that's not the context. <laughs> we were all hanging out at some place we probably shouldn't have been and we were worried about getting caught for some reason. I don't remember what the reason was. Oh, was but... it when you broke into the construction site next to our high school? Maybe, I don't fucking know. Or when um... we broke onto our school's campus uh, that one time. You remember that? What? You remember that? Oh, we got on the roof. Yeah. We went on the rooftop. Yeah. yeah, that was pretty good. Yeah, I think I still have that little chip of chip of roof. I do. It's in my room somewhere. Somewhere in San Diego. For but years, I, I kept a I kept a frisbee that was on the roof that you guys <laughs> threw down to me. I actually didn't go to the roof it, itself. <laughs> That's Damn. okay. You got the frisbee. Yeah. Exactly. But anyways, I saw a car drive by, and. 
we we were motionless, all of us, and people were panicking. I was like, guys, it's fine. It was driving like 50 miles an hour. There's no fucking way it saw us. But everyone just took that as being like, yes, I clocked that in as going 35 and a half miles per hour southeast with a back wind. And it's like, well, no, okay. Fuck you guys. <laughs> I mean, you probably thing, didn't gonna, know. You're going to try to tell me that's not some shit that you would do and be completely serious about it, especially in high school. <laughs> I'm saying that's a Sparky thing. I, I'm saying Sparky would have done that. That's only okay. because that's only because I did that with planes, and I t- said what kind of plane it was just by listening to it. Okay, I'll give you it was more of a Sparky thing, but it is a hundred percent more of a Ryan thing to make perfect car noises with your mouth, and that's what we're asking you to do. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, race cars. Yeah. Speaking of race cars, speaking whoa, of- sorry loud loud noises behind me in my room speaking, speaking of loud <laughs> noises our movie this week is the 1999 classic journalism thriller uh yes. the insider now this is a long movie um and i thought instead of really going into it headlong we should give like brief overviews it's a segment i'm calling um Synoms. <laughs> okay. I can't come up with it. I tried really hard to do it cold, and I had like a minute of your shitting yourself bits to come up with it. I can't do it. Anyway. What are you calling this? I don't know. I don't know what to call it. You texted about, us something. How Did about I? quick caps? Isn't that what that quick was your caps. idea? Yeah, quick caps. That's a good one. Speed caps. Speed caps. Psh, psh. That's good. Psh, psh. Let me get it clean. Yeah, okay. In a segment, I'm calling psh, psh, speed caps. Psh, 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 ah, stop psh, shooting psh. me. Stop shooting me. I'm ah. shooting you with these speedy, speedy caps. Um. So does anybody want to start first, or is it sort of on me to do it now? No, I got a good one. Okay, go for it. Scarface grows up and he gets a job and he makes cigarettes illegal and that's the whole movie. My my speed cap is uh uh Russell Crowe plays Mike Birbiglia playing Mark Wahlberg playing a uh tobacco scientist who goes rogue and uh makes everybody remember how much of white Mike Wallace is a dick. Ryan, you got one? Yeah, that's pretty good. Um, Before I do this, Russell Crowe was Gladiator? That's true, yeah. He sure was, bud. Not Braveheart. No, that was... That was Mel Gibson. crazy... Yeah, the crazy guy. That was Mel Gibson? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, you, shit. That's like his most iconic role is Braveheart. <laughs> How do you not... I don't know. Okay. He's anti-Semitic. As soon as I heard that, I was like, get out of my headspace. You don't live here anymore. <laughs> yeah, fair. Um, so Gladiator and Scarface take on Dumbledore. Oh, it was Dumbledore. Dumbledore? Yeah, baby. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was, starring... to, I was trying to remember where I recognized that guy from. I thought that was Jude Law. yeah they actually went 50 years into the future and plucked an older fatter jude law for the film pretty sick 
Oh, man. As we alluded to in our speed caps, uh, uh, this movie, it starts with the firing of a man um, with thin... Uh, out of a cannon. <laughs> and then a better start to the movie. Um, yeah, that would have been sick, actually. It starts with uh, this man being fired, uh, and he's got really thin white hair, and God, is he trying to do a Boston accent, this Russell Crowe. And he frankly, thin lips. Really? Thin, thin lips. <laughs> the thinnest lips he's ever had. It, was he trying to do a Boston accent or a New York accent? I'm going to say Boston just based on the fact that I have seen the movie Spotlight. Okay. And you you think like, well, no, they're in New York. I mean, I know that doesn't matter because CBS News isn't where he's in Kentucky. Like he's, this guy is in Kentucky. But like, he's certainly trying to do an accent. And it's very unclear to me, at least, whether he's trying to do like a Bronx, New York accent or it sounds a lot like he's trying to do an Al Pacino accent, um, which is his co-star mean, in this movie. You mean a, a Rye Pacino accent? Because I'm Rye Pacino. Wow. <laughs> you sounds put, nothing like it. It sounds, nothing sounds like exactly him, like that. But you're, I'm Al Pacino and I... Uh, <laughs> can you say she's I, got a great ass and your head is all the way up it? She's got a great ass, and your head is all the way up it. That was more like a Nixon. I really fucked yeah, that one. Yeah, you really went for the Nixon. Ooh, what if Pacino <laughs> played Nixon? That is the stuff I I'm would, talking about. I That's why love, we have this podcast. I would, I would love <laughs> to see. Okay, Frost Nixon Dreamcast. Who's your Who's your Nixon? Who's your Frost? Well, Nixon. Obviously, it's our, we already know it's the Pacino. It's Pacino. Yeah. I would say for Frost, why don't we tap Timothy Chalamet? <laughs> That's a bad idea. I've got a good one, though. What about, what about, hold on. Let me come up Michael with Michael B. Jordan. Okay. So He's sort trendy. Of the kids so, love him. Sort yeah, of the kids like love a twist. Him. Sort of like a, like a, you know, not casting type. I, I, I'm, a, I'm on board with it. What about. Raging Bull himself, the that DeVito? guy, <laughs> Danny oh, DeVito, uh, uh, uh you know, uh, the Irishman, Joe like, Pesci. No, 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 no that's no. good, fellas. What am I trying Bob. to think of? De Niro, De Niro, yeah, Robert De Niro, is Bobby D as as Richard Frost as his name, right? Probably, I don't know, nobody knows, okay. Really. It's a good idea. He's a classic. Let's put a pin in that. What do the kids want, right? I say we take the story, we update it. Okay, so Michael B. Jordan is uh, a, a reporter for BuzzFeed. Okay? Ooh, okay, and, sure. Yeah, and he pulls Nixon into the lounge because that's where they do interviews. Yeah, because you know it's kind of fun like that. And oh, hold uh, on. I gotta go get like, my rice. Oh yeah, your stove is beeping. Yeah. All right, cool. Yeah, just sorry, so... everybody. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Pirates Code. Uh, I, I like. I mean, yeah, we can take Pirate Code. We can take some dead air, so I can continue writing this rap. Um, but right, all the, I fucked all the... up. I fucked yeah, up because I wrote the first four lines as if I have to sing, and I can't sing. 
Do you want to send it to me? Yeah, but I how do I? I don't even know how to explain how it's sixty-three songs. <laughs> I mean, if you send me the lyrics, I can figure something out. But I can't guarantee it would be the same. Yeah, tempo. I have a yeah, I have a head space, yeah, right? And you're not in it, just like yeah. Mel Gibson, right? You're invited, but uh, I don't know how to get you there so so quickly. You know, when you sign a lease, it's a whole process. You could send me a little. You could send me a voice memo. Of I'm not sending you a voice memo. <laughs> that's fair that was a good little banter while he was gone six foot seven foot eight foot bunch daylight come and me one go home hey mr tally man tally me banana (laughs) sorry guys i'm back it's okay we, I was just singing the six foot, seven foot, eight foot bunch song the whole time you were gone. <laughs> a whole line? Yeah. I know you made rice, but for some reason, I really thought that you had just a spoonful of chili just then. <laughs> I had chicken. Yeah, why is he always eating on the podcast is my question. Why is he always doing his taxes on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Me? Yeah. <coughs> yeah. What is it, April? I actually got... What is tax season? I actually got a letter from the IRS that was like, hey, you didn't report this crazy amount of money. You got to pay more taxes on it. And it was from 2018. Like, what the fuck are those losers doing over there? Took two years? Come on. That's where they make their money. That's where they make their money. Bro, okay, you don't have to say it twice, especially if you already interrupted me the first time, That's where they make their money. (laughs) Forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Alright, should we hop back into it? How are we hopping back in? Oh, this is all staying in the podcast. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. So I'm not cutting shit. Yeah. Russell Crowe works for a, a, a cigarette company. Is that what That's it is? That's correct, yep. And not anymore, because he did get fired. Uh and then Al Pacino is like, hey, I'm kind of a news guy, okay? So Let's get this story on the news. And Russell Crowe is like, I signed an NDA. I mean, back I think off. the steps. I signed a, hey, back off. I signed an NDA. I think the, steps that, like. I think the steps that we skipped was that uh, Russell Crowe was, um, he, he gave away or he talked to, I think he leaked like a bunch of data from Philip Morris or somebody did. And he uh, was contacted to, like, decode it for them. And then while they were meeting about the Philip Morris stuff, he was like, this is just the tip of the fucking iceberg, you know, with his accent. Mm-hmm. Um, and But he's like, I can't fucking say anything, man. I can't fucking say anything. Hey, stop. I signed an NDA. Yeah. So he, he – and he's paranoid because he's like, I'm in Kentucky. Forget about it. They're going to be on me. Duncan. Yeah, yeah, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> and uh and sure enough, he gets called back into the office and the guy's like, We really want to make sure that the NDA is totally binding. Otherwise, your little daughter with asthma, yeah, she gon' die, baby. She gon' die, baby. <laughs> with that good old southern charm. And this is the moment that I realized that Russell Crowe didn't know what accent he was doing because I had been feeling Boston and then he delivers a textbook New York fuck me fuck me 
fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> like, verbatim. That's that's a fuck New York you. thing. Hey, hey, fuck you. Fuck me? Hey, fuck you. Yeah, me? Fuck you. Whoa. That's a line in the movie. They wrote Whoa. that. Whoa, Sparky, were you just from New York? Hey, the Bronx okay. Bombers. <laughs> The okay. big city. Let's go down to 182nd Street and get a slice. I'm trying to find the biggest goddamn apple you guys got <laughs> in this store, okay? Hey, yeah, where's your favorite slice? Well, well, Ryan, I uh, the name's Rye, Rye Pacino, and I, I like a Sabaro slice. Sorry, people from New York don't actually <laughs> Wait, like Sabaro. You know that, right? <laughs> yeah, I was going to dig into that. That's not Ryan Edel, Ryan Matt's favorite slice that's 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 um that's rye, that's rye pacino's pacino. favorite slice yeah i, I really like the tomorrow slice hey get you know? i who is <laughs> where does where does when when he's in the big apple where does rye romano like to get a slice mm. joe's pizza no you gotta do the voice man that was a setup it's yeah, so on, hard. It's you so can do hard. It. You can do I'm, it. I'm Ry Romano, and I like getting pizza at uh, at uh, at uh, second and second. Uh, fuck, I don't know what cross section it it is, but it's like a, one of those two bros or some some weird. Th- it, it's cheap. It's a dollar, you know. Okay, so why'd you really lie good. about it yeah. being hard? Why'd you lie about it why'd being hard? Why'd you lie hard? about it being hard? Because you fucking knocked that out of the park, baby. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. it's easy. It's like the Avatar state, you know, I, uh, the master of all four Pacinos. And, uh, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're telling me to you Ray Romano is another Pacino? <laughs> you saw the Irishman? They're all the same. I didn't see the Irishman. Was Ray you Romano in the Irishman? Yes, he's the lawyer. Wow. Really? Oh my god. That's true? <laughs> okay. Ryan, oh my is god. The, Ryan is the only person I know who would be upset about me not recognizing Ray Romano. <laughs> Ray Romano. No, that's not his name. <laughs> yeah, he was in Googling it. it now. I yeah. am, yeah, that's crazy. So Al Pacino is sitting around the table with his co-workers at 60 Minutes. He works for CBS, and he's like, how the fuck do we get this fucking story on the news? <laughs> he's like, how do we get this fucking news on the news, huh? Oh. No one wants to hear the news, okay? These people, they don't want to know the news, huh? Huh? What the hell? I don't know, I don't know. It's like a, it's like a, oh, oh. I don't know, he does some guttural <laughs> grunt, and I can't quite get it without going full blown, uh, full blown, um, you know, Robbie, Robbie Wills. <laughs> like turning into a spider is what you're doing. Your arms go out to the oh. side. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> there it is. I got that one. That was pretty good. <laughs> I can do yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, how do we get this fucking news on the news? And he talks to this lawyer. Um, in Mississippi, and he's like, "Hey, can we get Russell Crowe deposed for the courts? Am I skipping anything too big?" No, I mean, no. It's a long movie. There's a lot of like intricacies. He's getting death threats. Like the tobacco lobby's coming for him. Um, yeah, really. It's really a really slow burn, but yeah, that is the next big beat. Is like he he says the state of Mississippi is suing the tobacco industry, and as part of the deposition, the idea is. If it's a matter of public record, then they can record the interview. So they record the interview preemptively. Um, and then he goes down to Mississippi 
uh, and he's meeting the attorney general and some other counsel, um, and and they and they do this deposition, um, which is my Miller highlight, the champagne of bits, because. Uh. The my absolute favorite part of this movie is the the Mississippi lawyers who are like are doing this because it it showed very clearly this duality uh, that a lot of Southern people that I have come to know really express, which is either total and complete apathy and like shrugging and laughing at how fucked up the world is, which happened. When they were like, "Yeah, the tobacco industry is gonna like, they're gonna they're gonna come for you. You're gonna need like millions to defend yourself. They'll they'll come get you." They go because he asks if he needs a lawyer, and the guy's like, "Yeah, I, I bet I'm going bet you need a lawyer," knowing that like this guy <laughs> is possibly gonna end up dead in a ditch somewhere. And then in the yeah. courtroom scene, uh, they are trying the defense the the other side is trying to stop this guy from testifying and uh and he stands up and objects and is like this is in violation of a gag order by, issued by the state of Kentucky and the Mississippi lawyer loses his fucking mind he's like that was a good scene mother loved that if scene. you if you shake that mother this is not the state of kentucky this is not the state of south carolina this is not the state of north carolina i will fuck you son you bring that kentucky bullshit into my courtroom again i will rain hail fire down upon you that I, was sick dude that <laughs> really was so it. cool <laughs> thank you um which is very much indicative of like of of how a lot of other people think of they will laugh at injustice right up until they get offended and at that point it's no fucking holds barred it's just like i'm going to destroy you with my entire might and the guy sat down and it worked but uh oh the uh the deposition was sealed and um and CBS got an injunction uh, filed against them that if they ran the interview, it was going to be hell to pay, and so much hell to pay that uh, it would bankrupt all of CBS. <laughs> Frankly, that's crazy. That's to is me. pretty crazy, but also let them have it. I don't give a fuck about <laughs> CBS. I give a what fuck a- about one thing on CBS, and that is sixty minutes, sir. Really? Yeah. Are you an well, avid sixty minutes watcher? I'll give it a watch, a gander, a little little gloss over every now and then. Sometimes when I'm home I'll watch it with my parents. Can't watch Jeopardy now with my parents anymore. Gotta oh, fill yeah. that void. Now they're gonna oh. find another host. They're gonna find another host for sure. I yeah, de- I didn't think about that. I'm gonna wa- I go home on Saturday and, and we're gonna watch Jeopardy and we're gonna watch Alex Trebek's last one. Wow. Ugh. That's I think his last sad. episode airs in like December, but uh, so you got a, a month or two. But yeah. you know, you'll you're counting the days. You know, the, yeah. the days are numbered. I saw. You guys think Ken Jennings is going to be the new host? Ken Jennings would be a great new host. I also saw somebody propose uh, uh, um, Lavar Burton. And I think that'd be a pretty good one. I think Lavar Burton good would choice. be pretty good. But I feel like Ken Jennings definitely should. He deserves it at this point. He he has a similar temperament to Alex Trebek. 
Alex Trebek. <laughs> wow. Wow. Listen, we got to say something because if that hap- if Ryan did that, we would not let him hear the end oh of it. Oh, my God, Sparky. <laughs> I don't know did what... you hear him say Trebek? <laughs> what is this, a ninth grade science lab where you make non-Newtonian fluids? <laughs> wow. An Ooblek reference. It took yeah. us 31 episodes. But we're finally done. We are freed from our, our our mortal work, and we can now die in peace. <laughs> what happens next, Sparky? Oh, I don't remember. Something, probably. Yeah. You know, can I say my Miller highlight then? Yeah, go we for it. kind of lost. Sure. Uh, well, I mean, we did. We skipped over a lot of the fine details because this movie is fucking three and a half years long. <laughs> it's really long. Um so this was such a minor scene but i just loved it so much it was the one where he is a what well he thought he was alone at the driving range oh yeah but then there was that other dude and he was like also hitting dingers onto the fucking field and it was so satisfying but it also kind of set the scene it's like oh god what beast have i awoken yeah yeah which was the tobacco industry because it was definitely True. one of the goons sent by Dumbledore, uh, you know, to spy on this guy to make sure that he's not doing any funny business. Yeah, and it's no honestly, funny business. it's so crazy that Dumbledore would send Ice Cube like in no. character as Ice Cube to be like, "Hey, I'm Ice Cube, and the tobacco industry is gonna fucking kill you, Russell Crowe," and then like hit a hit a hit a homer in golf, <laughs> a golf homer. Yeah. No, no. Ice Cube doesn't play golf. He might. Not anymore. I bet, I bet he does. I bet you he does. Not I bet you he accident. has played golf. Bro, Ice Cube is a, is a MAGA guy now. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, that makes this bit a little less fun. I mean, he is That's rich. Sad. So. Exactly. So, the, there's a big fight. No, there's not. I don't know. When is there a fight? Is there a fight? So the whole tension of the movie. I mean, he gets a divorce. Yeah, his wife. His wife is certainly well. His second wife, we come to find out, is uh likes the finer things in life, and likes the the life that his job as a big big wig tobacco boy um, afforded them, and and. You can sort of see, you can sort of see that as they're moving out of their big fancy Kentucky mansion and he gets a job as a public school teacher who it seems like he'd be a pretty good one. I don't know. Very much like an inverse, an inverse Breaking Bad, his character arc, Mm. you know, goes from Mm. making very, very addictive drugs to, uh, to teaching high school chemistry. Mm. Yeah. Think about that. Chew on that. Check this out, right? Yeah. Uh, a movie that's, or a TV show even, that is like Breaking Bad, but it's about Santa Claus. And I don't know where he starts, but like it ends with like the most fucked up, deranged version of deranged version of him being the guy who's like going around delivering presents all the time. Isn't that the so movie like, that's dropping in like a month called Santa or some shit played by Mel Gibson? Wait, are you fucking with me? 
Nope. <laughs> I Whoa. wish I was. What are you talking about? How is Whoa. that? You guys Whoa. don't know anything about the film industry, apparently. Apparently it's like not. Jesus. A nitty gritty. I don't know if it's called Santa, but it's like this nitty gritty thing. Yo, like, it's called Fat Man. Fat Man. That's it. Yeah. There you go. It is called Fat Man. How the Starring fuck? Home. What the wow, fuck? Wow, this looks amazing. It has 33% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> to save his declining business, Chris Kringle, oh fuck off, <laughs> also known as Santa Claus, is forced into a partnership with the U.S. military. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Uh, making matters worse, Chris gets locked into a deadly battle of wits against a highly skilled assassin hired by a precocious 12-year-old after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking. This can fuck all the way off. <laughs> um, I'm gonna watch it. Sorry, sorry. I'm gonna watch it. I'm, I'm gonna also watch gonna that watch movie. it, but like, oh, he dragged <laughs> I Walter can't Goggins you didn't know that into existed. it. What are the odds? God, that is you so fucking, crazy. You fucking does Mel Gibson like? Is his whole career like just to to go into the future and steal Tino ideas? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah, Tina, when did you come up with Apocalypto? <laughs> In the 60s, if you'll <laughs> believe it. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Apocalypto is different from Apocalypse Now, right? It's got to be, because uh, that would be bullshit if it was not. I, I think so. I would hope so. Yeah, I think so. I've never seen either one. <laughs> Neither have I. It sounds like it would be a mix of Calypso and, Apoc and Apocalypse Now. Apocalypse. Like just Apocalypse Now with Calypso music? Yeah, I'd say so. Cool, cool, cool. Um, so somehow Oh right. I mean, okay, I remember how the movie ends. Should we just jump there? Please. Okay. Please. How okay, calm down. <laughs> how it ends is that Al Pacino is like Well, guess I'm just gonna fucking quit and tell the New York Times everything that I know. And so he releases the entire story about the corruption in the tobacco industry and the corruption at 60 Minutes. And he talks to New York Times about it. They print it on the front page. Yeah. And uh, well, there's a there's a competing. There's like that's sort of the middle of the movie is at the at CBS. There's um, uh, uh, there's Mike Wallace, who is played by uh, what's his face? Um, uh, uh, you know, the guy um who Ray Romano? No, the guy that stood in no, for no, I, fuck. See this? That's what I'm saying. I can't just the I guy that just... stood in for for <laughs> Spacey on um in uh, uh Christopher Plummer. Christopher Plummer plays Mike Wallace and is really good at playing Mike Wallace. Um, like he's doing a you really know him, huh? You know the guy? Mike... Do you know Mike Wallace? Mike Wallace? Hey, he's like yeah. a, he was like a super famous 60 Minutes, and he he. Unfortunately, one of the things that he did was bear a child named Chris, who, you know, works for Fox News and moderated the presidential uh, debate. Please, Mr. Which is like probably Mike Wallace was looking down from heaven being like, wow, my son has no balls because Mike <laughs> Wallace would be would have been great as a moderator. He would have sworn and smoked. Would have been great. That sounds sick. Yeah, bro. Just lit up a fatty. <sighs> Point is, what Point were you going to say about Mike Wallace? Oh, so uh, 
CBS doesn't want to run it because they don't want to get sued and they're being sold. And if there's a lawsuit hanging over, then the people who are saying no, like these lawyers would lose out on like millions of dollars. Um, and as a result, they're like, we're not going to do this story because of this blah, 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 blah. Um, in the meantime, the Wall Street Journal gets a huge 500-something page dossier about about our boy about our, our tobacco-hating science friend, Russell Crowe, uh, that's like, this guy's got a, a kid, this guy's got an ex-wife with MS, this guy's, this guy's, this guy fucking sucks, okay, dude. Okay, can I just say, not her fault or anyone's fault that she has MS, right? I, I don't no, think that... No, no, <laughs> that's a thing you're just, you just have. <laughs> <laughs> You know? <laughs> like you can't you can't be like his wife has MS, which means he's evil. Well, no, I don't think they implied that it's ex-wife. Like he left her, and it was. What well, you think they just shugnited her? Where they injected her with MS? <laughs> what the? F- hold on, hold on, hold That's- on. Let me. No, 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 no. let's pause. <laughs> I'll, I'm gonna finish through this, and then we'll get back to it. Okay, we 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 gotta we gotta. Okay, well, least, we can circle back. We got, we can <laughs> okay. circle back. The movie didn't imply that he gave her MS. The movie implied that he was a bad person because he abandoned the 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 dossier implies that uh she was abandoned and this guy abandoned his sick wife. That's the implication that the dossier makes. And it makes all of these other claims about how he's this terrible person and he's got tickets he didn't pay and all this stuff. Um uh but it it turns out to be just like slander and like everything that's said about it if you call the people who supposedly said it they're like no he was chill um but the wall street journal is running running with it and uh al pacino throughout the entire movie is just like oh yeah i know a guy in the pentagon yeah um and and just has all of these has all of these contacts that like he gets all of these things in order that they don't run the story. The Wall Street, the New York Times does run the story about how CBS is fucked and how the Wall Street Journal is also going to fuck up and 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 wins the day, really. And they air the show in the end. Yay. Yay. Woo! And uh and that was the fall of the American tobacco industry. Except and it's gone forever. No, it's gone. <laughs> it's gone oh, forever. We don't, it doesn't happen anymore. It's just liquid now. It's just water. Yeah. It's just water. It's just water, dude. <laughs> My lungs actively have holes in them. I'm wheezing. <laughs> it's, it's just, just water. It's water. Mom. Do you think that the people, do you think that, you know, the thing that like, if you get really bad, like throat cancer, they have, do you remember those ads where they're like scare you into not smoking with the little device, the buzzer? And the, of course. Yeah. Uh, do you think that the people who get throat cancer from vaping are going to like mod out their little buzzer thing? Absolutely. And make it look like yeah. a vape rig? They're probably going to be vaping actually, through the hole. <laughs> Well, here's the, here's the thing about that. I think the like the guys who modded the fuck out of the vape, like that trend did not last for very long, I would imagine. It's now just like jewels and like any of the, the minimalistic looking like disposable sure. ones, very which discreet. are not great for the environment. Very discreet, True. very cool. Now, Ryan, we have to circle yeah. back to how you said 
that Suge Knight <laughs> injected somebody with MS. Well, no, I was replacing the the disease that Suge Knight injected into somebody, but uh, okay. Yeah. What was are Suge you Knight implying in- that Suge Knight injected AIDS into Eze? e He admitted it on Kimmel. <laughs> what a funny place to admit that. <laughs> Terrible. He, tra- he tried to do it on he tried to do it on Fallon, but they were booked solid. <laughs> Yeah, bro. So Kimmel was the next best. Or he was blacklisted because he probably at one point put out a hit on one of the roots. Really? Probably. Oh. Uh, yeah, I mean, that guy gets into a lot of trouble, right? <laughs> also yeah, killed Tupac or something. <laughs> Wait. And Easy e <laughs> Yeah, that's why I said also. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we got an. Do we have an ad today? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got an ad. I don't have one. Somebody else does. I think I think Ryan has one. Ryan's got one. Oh, do you want me to take it away? Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy, ladies and gentlemen. I'm scared. I've never done an ad before. You can do it. Just read the copy. Yeah, just read the copy, buddy. You just it's not hard. Read the copy. All right. This episode's brought to you by Cold Foods. Ever want to eat food that's slightly or that's perfectly cooked, but at room temperature? Welcome to Cold Foods. They old pizza, they old Chinese food, the leftovers, you name it. Welcome to Cold Foods. We got different aisles, different sections, different meats, different categories. All cold and all room temperature. No hot foods here. No more burnt tongues. No more burnt tongues. Just cold. Here's the craziest thing. You go to the Cold Foods store and it's like an entire fully fully stocked store of home cooked meals like you know how you go to the pasta section and it's just boxes on boxes of pasta it'll be like just steak on steak on steak on steak like a fully cooked very nice steak but it's ice cold <laughs> and all you they gotta keep do the place that all you gotta do is just warm it up no no reheating in cold foods you just oh, eat it how it is that's you right. better eat I it forgot. cold yeah straight you know out those- of the fridge you know those liquid nitrogen ice cream places where the whole thing is you have to go in wearing a big-ass coat and everyone's really cold the whole time? No, I don't live in L.A. I live where <laughs> we do things just a little different, just a little slower. And maybe if you get your tea right, a little sweeter. But yeah, cold. well, getting your tea right, getting your tea right at Cold Foods means you're eating an, a solid block of tea ice. Shit. Are you listening to me? I'm or listening. Are you busy playing steel guitar. <laughs> I I heard it. You you eat ice. Seems bad for your teeth, but what would I know about that? <laughs> and here's the good news, boys and girls. Coming next year in 2021, we're adding ice cream aisles to all of our locations. Wow, you Se- think that would have been the first like one? Seems like an oversight. Right? <laughs> seems like an oversight to to not to have to retrofit that in, but. You know, I'm I'm not here to judge our sponsors. I'm only here to tell you the promo code. Their promo code is negative ninety nine one zero zero C, because that's how cold you're gonna be. Cold foods, ice fucking cold. Hey boys. Hey, what's up, man? Yo, what's good? Who's who's the boss? Actually, Tino, you didn't have a Miller highlight. Yeah, you know. 
I uh, I didn't give a fuck about this movie. It was really boring, and I uh, couldn't bring myself to highlight. Maybe maybe the part at the beginning where his one daughter almost dies of an asthma attack. Because, sorry, what happened? Did the first daughter punch her in the throat? We don't see what happened. Yes, we you come do. In, what happened? Tell me. She's holding the Winnie the Pooh doll, and he's like, you know what, honey? You were holding this too close to your face, and you're asthmatic, and you can't breathe in the dust and the dust the mites dust, on there. The dust, the dust, the dust. Yeah. So that was my Miller highlight. Are you happy? <laughs> Is a child almost dying? Yeah. Not your worst. Yeah, but what really happened was that the older sister shugnited her and injected her with some dust. <laughs> yeah, just straight <laughs> dust in the veins. That'd be <laughs> fucked up. Is shugniting now the now the gerund for injecting with a disease? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I can't get I can't over it. you just said gerund. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can ignore that, though. Are you sure that he said that, like, with malintent of forethought, he, like, tried to infect him? Or is that what you're saying that he said on Kimmel? Because that's murder. Here's what... Yeah, well, he's in prison for murder, so... I mean, For yeah. murdering Easy e he got arrested for that? No, he ran over some other dude with a truck. Yeah, that was, sort of, his, like, that was sort of his specialty. I would probably stay inside after I killed Tupac, right? Like, I wouldn't leave anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, he... Okay, so if you want me to explain the Kimmel thing I can or we can continue no I, mean, I, I want to know the take? Kimmel thing I really want to know the Kimmel thing okay so on Kimmel and I implore you to look this up um, he says something along the line of like no you don't just shoot someone in the face Jimmy you uh you we play the long con so what my associates have discussed is taking a little he explicitly says HIV or AIDS or something and you inject it into someone, so that way they start getting sick over time, and they die, and it looks like natural causes, and you get away scot-free. That's fucking bonkers, and I will need to go watch that, but that is, that is, to Kimmel. They couldn't yeah, even get Kimmel, him a top three show to drop that Kimmel bomb was show? like, Kimmel was like, geez, want to go... Eat some wacky foods, Shuck Knight. <laughs> That's James Corden, but all right. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Kimmel really does any fun stuff in the studio, right? He does some son of, Kim- some kind of man on the street he stuff. He sends out but, his, uh, his cousin Eddie or some shit. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, I think he just really hopes that people don't re-listen to the man show so he can keep his job. Um, Hey, boys. Hey, yeah. what's up? Who's the boss? Suge Knight. No, yeah, it's Suge no. Knight. No, it's no, Suge no, 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 no. <laughs> so, sorry, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna actually just overrule this real quick because it's a it's a two two out of three majority type deal. It's Suge Knight is the boss. No, of this it film. has to be unanimous. Also, last week, last week he said it was it was um um uh uh Fat Jeffrey Tambor who was literally abusive. So you can't keep people. You can't keep picking box bosses that are terrible. That's Welcome true. Welcome to America, man. No, man, you made the same joke that last is time. Also we thought it was true. Stupid. That's so true. God damn it! No, it's not. It, it's not Suge Knight because he's not in the movie, so that's disqualified. Okay, then you tell me who the boss is. The the boss is the is the Mississippi prosecutor. I'll yeah, he that. was he was solid. I fucked with that guy. It's a powerful dude. Don't bring 
Kentucky bullshit into his courtroom. You guys know, you guys know that was actually the courtroom where that happened. They filmed on location. That's cool. Isn't that wild? That is actually pretty sick. Yeah. Did you know that the car of choice that the main character Russell Crowe drove was an Audi A4, but uh, in the real time that this took place, the Audi A4 didn't exist. Oh, burn the fucking That's film. wild. Burn the fucking master film. Did you guys know that I've been sitting here in a pool of my own shit for so long that it's starting to dry and crust on my butt cheeks? Can you bleep that entire yeah, segment? Yeah, I'm going to bleep that entire thing. <laughs> oh, wow. I also okay. completely fucking forgot. I completely fucking forgot at the end of this movie. This movie ends with them covering the Unabomber. In piss. They dump piss oh, on him no. for no reason. The, it it was one of those things where like, that is definitely the more interesting story, right? Like, Wait, yeah. Well, hang on, Sparky. It's funny you mention that because it's not random. He, when he was talking to one of the FBI agents, he's like, "My guy's getting death threats," and the FBI agent is like, "You are calling me about a guy who's some in some random southern town getting harassed by local agents. That's not my problem. I'm dealing with the Unabomber over here and a bunch of other bullshit." Yeah. Stop calling me Al Pacino. Oh yeah, it's definitely like it's definitely like Chekhov's Unabomber, Chekhov's mail bomb, I guess. But like wow. that is the more interesting story. Like this guy, Al Pacino, Lowell Bergman, gets the scoop. Like ABC News or CBS News is on site when the arrest goes down because he's got this relationship with this fucking FBI guy. That's the movie. That's the interesting part. I wanna know about the Unabomber. Mm. All the great ideas that he had. Yeah, I definitely don't want to know about any of these dudes at all. Okay. <laughs> Didn't we watch a movie about the Unabomber, like with Jeff Bridges or some shit? And he, he blew, oh, that was Oklahoma City bombing. Yeah, that Different was bomb. not the Unabomber. <laughs> it was also Different a fictionalized bomb. version of the Oklahoma City bombing. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I think the Mississippi prosecutor is the boss, I want to say. I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take that too. You know what I'll take from you, Ryan? Yeah, let me pull it up here, Bell. It was sweet, supple rhymes. Yeah. All right. All you right. You do. You do have a a high bar to clear from last week with the nutty professor line. So I really Very hope you true. can deliver. Uh can't do that uh, <laughs> because I already don't even know how to start this. Cause I I told Tino this that you're gonna hear it because you were out of the room. I wrote this with a melody, but I can't sing. <laughs> Why would you do that to yourself? It sounded good in my head, but you guys aren't inside my head, unlike Mel Gibson who lives there rent free. Why? Didn't He's always you, in the news. Didn't you say like 20 minutes ago that that he, you don't remember anything about him because he's anti-Semitic? I do remember that, yeah. Tomato, tomato. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Holy shit, I just got fired. Now my wife is really tired. What am I going to do? Looks like I've got an interview. With who? 60 minutes, got 60 minutes to ruin my life. 60 minutes, got 60 minutes to ruin my wife. But I signed the papers and we got no waivers as my life is in shambles and my my wife served me papers. It's a divorce reference. Um, I used to work for the big man on campus, one in the city that produced tobacco. The product was scary, not good for the lungs, but I signed the papers to old Dumby like Krampus. Not Mel Gibson. Uh, 
Got Big Al in the hot seat with all of the papers, the news and the books, but none of the answers. So we call Mr. Crow to answer some questions, which leads us to a long deposition. What about the kids? What about the change? The tobacco industry is not about the kids, leaving them to hang. Stuck teaching at a high school to keeping or stuck teaching at a high school, keeping them at bay. Yeah, I did not write a very long one. Did not write a very good one, it seems. Oh, that was it? Yeah, that was it. You ended it mid-rhyme. God, yeah, you gotta get some breathing room in between, bro. It's hard. It's hard, especially because I was so actually involved in the conversation this episode. (laughs) Write him. Okay. (laughs) Write him before. We're not. I'm not making that trade. I'm not saying that I can't have both you involved and you writing a rap. You can always, if you need a break, you can throw it to. You can throw it to a Ryan's round table. I, I can't even. I, I, what? I can't just do that. And you can't. Yeah, we got to. We got to. We got to get all the hosts in if we're going to do Ryan's round table. We're playing fucking Calvin Ball, man. We 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 ain't got to do nothing, huh? We ain't got to do nothing except decide whether this movie is Milk or Merlot. What do you think, Tino? See, that's how you end a rhyme. Ryan. Milk! It's a milk! <sighs> it's a milk! It's a milker! Tina, I just want you to know this movie won Oscars, like a lot of them. Did you hear me say what I said? Did you hear that? Or, sorry, <laughs> did you hear that ghost? Did you hear that ghost in the background? <laughs> <laughs> that ghost of cows past calling down for more milk? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I said milk. You. Very, very boring. What? Russell Crowe got an Oscar or something, right? I think it was nominated for Best Picture, too. Yeah, and he didn't even do a good job acting it, so <laughs> the Oscars don't mean shit. It was the 90s. It, it was, was the 90s. <laughs> it was the 90s. Yeah, things weren't good back then. Do you guys think that we're going to get a movie with Bobby Cannavale? No. God, I hope Bobby so. Bobby Cannavale of oil. <laughs> fucking Bobby <laughs> Caviar. So fucking good, Don't man. try to recreate the magic. I'm trying so hard. Well, I thought about this the other day, actually. About Bobby can of olive oil? Yeah, I relived my highlights of my life, so. <laughs> well, Ryan actually died. Well, Ryan, all we need from you now, if you can do it from beyond the grave, uh, yeah. is the legs. We'd like the legs. I would like a few of them, please. Okay. Would you guys, by the way, would you guys rather have six legs each with one foot, or would you rather have three feet on each leg? Um, six legs, one foot. Which which foot? Which foot? Which leg has the foot? What? No, no, no! Like they all oh, have one foot on them, like Squidward. Six legs and one foot each. Yeah. Oh. Um. What's the distribution of left to right? Is it half and half? I was about to ask that, actually. Is it like half and half? Do I have three or four right feet and two left feet? Yeah, I take that just to make the joke. (laughs) I think you have even, even right and left feet. I could still make the joke. Ryan, you better be on the fucking job right now. I don't want to see you participating unless you're telling me what the legs are, okay? Opening weekend, $6.712 million, 23% of the total gross. Adjusted for inflation, this movie made fifty-one million dollars, six hundred forty-nine thousand and five hundred. What? Yeah, you get the gist. Um, the production, but did not break budget. Somehow, still won Oscars. 
68 million dollars and the legs yes the legs i'm ready for the legs 4.32 that's one last week pretty good holy shit pretty pretty fucking good yeah Um, well that's gonna do it for the insider um thank you so much for listening uh you can catch us next week uh when our movie will be mystery men the 1999 classic let me give you the log line a group of inept amateur superheroes must try to save the day when a supervillain threatens to destroy a major superhero and the city. This is the movie from uh, the All-Star music video. Ah, I never knew that was a movie. I thought it was just uh, no, they didn't just created fu- for so the video. You think they really Smash came up with that fucking whole cloth? Yeah. I really hope that there is Smash Mouth in here. I'll be very disappointed if there's no Smash Mouth. I mean, the song's got to be in there at least. At least. At least. I don't know. But frankly, if the song is in this movie, like the fact, okay, the fact that All Star was written for a movie, but it was not written for Shrek is really fucked up, right? Apparently, it wasn't even meant to be used for Shrek. They used it as a placeholder, and then... um... They were like, actually, that's pretty good. Ain't that the shit? It's also where they would send DreamWorks would send their shitty animators after working on um, the not Prince of Egypt. Maybe it was the Prince of Egypt. Yeah, they were working on those two movies at the same time. So anytime an animator on Prince of Egypt got burnt out, they'd send them over to Shrek, and that's where the term "you got Shreked" comes from. Google that. That's crazy. That's insane. (laughs) That's insane. Does getting Shreked? Predate getting wrecked. That would I be guess. that would be a twist. That would be a big twist. Damn. Damn. All of these questions will be answered next week on ninety nine one hundred. Thank you so much for listening. I have been your fireproof insulating host, Sparky Shelton, and I have been your soundproof insulation host, Tino Mickens. And I'm Ryan Pacino. Okay. And now, sorry. And as always, I'm Ryan. And now, Classical Gas.